I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And hey, Doc is back in town. Aloha. Good to have you, Doc. Hey, good to be had. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And, and you know, today we are celebrating some, it, first of all, it's National Sock Day. But not to be outdone, it is also Wear Brown Shoes Day. Ooh. So I don't know where you guys are foul on that, if you celebrated today or not, but hopefully everybody was celebrating. And I'm then probably much cooler than that, internationally, International Cheetah Day. <coughs> Arguably, maybe the coolest of all animals, uh, International Cheetah Day. So let's celebrate that. that. They are the fastest. Yeah. They're pretty cool animals. They just have a, they have a presence, I'll say, about a cheetah. All right. Good to know. So cheetah day. I didn't know cheetahs got a day. But they I do. Suppose- They're one of the few. I, I don't know if every animal has a day, but cheetahs somehow made the cut. All right. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, doctor coming to you from my bidet. And I was thinking, I'd really like a nice cold beer. So can you all buy me a beer, please? Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Click on buy me a beer. Click the link on the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. We appreciate the help. And also, you can find links there to our online store, uh, our newsletter, our gallery, see where we've been, what we've been drinking, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Yeah, holiday shopping coming up. Christmas is coming. Get your gifts. No, everyone wants an I Like Beer, the, you know, the podcast sweatshirt, hat, koozie. Beanie. Beanie, whatever the, the it beanies, is. The, the sweatshirts are the best deal in town. They say those are the gifts that keep on giving, so... Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss out. <laughs> Can't imagine someone be I, I, just the delight on someone's face oh, when they open that. Top of everyone's Santa's list. You can be a Christmas hero. Yeah. Do we like I like big condoms? Uh, we'll have to look into that. I don't know if we do. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is when you when you screen on those things. There's, it's, I don't know. There's a thin margin for air there, right? <laughs> well, it's thinner than that. Yes. <laughs> I like beer. The podcast dot com. Doc, what are we drinking? Hey, what the hell are we <laughs> drinking? <laughs> you brought it. <laughs> Well, you know, I picked up a couple nearby here in uh, Central California, Mammoth Brewing Company from Mammoth Lakes. Brought us a couple beers. What do you want to start with? Let's start with, uh, what do you guys, let's start with the Pilsner. I think that's a good call. I think that's the right start call. We'll start light. I know, we've had, we don't have it here tonight, but we've had, I've had their brown ale. Their it's brown ale is fantastic, brown, yeah. They have a great, uh, great blues festival in the summertime. I think Mammoth is a great place all year round, regardless of what you like to do. Snow, mountain biking, hiking, yeah. you name it. It's a, it's a cool He's spot. Lawn chair and smell the trees. That's true. Drink beer. Or just go to the brewery. <laughs> well, cheers and welcome back. Cheers. Well, that is a traditional Pilsner. No tricks about it. Really good. It is good. Ah, uh, the writing on the can... It's so small, I can't read it, but it's got a little fruity hop character. That's what it's, That's what I could make out. And it does just a little, a little not much. Let me see. I probably can read that can. Probably one of the highest uh, altitude breweries in the country. They're at 8,000 feet. So this says here that this oh, Czech-style wow. Pilsner ferments cold and requires deliberate cold conditioning after primary fermentation. This full of crisp floral and fruity hop character. You caught that already with a mm-hmm. light malty backbone 
Um, It says our Pilsner is the perfect refreshment for any time of year. That's a really good beer. Yeah, 5.2% and uh, very tasty. And uh, yeah, it's got a cool can. People are out on the, in the canoes and the kayaks. You know, it's interesting. I was in Texas uh, this last week and um, drank a lot of Pilsners there because there's a lot of German style breweries there, especially when you get in the hill country, because that's who um, initially kind of inhabited that area. It was at Fredericksburg, that whole stuff. And man, had so many great Pilsners, but this is, this is right there with them. Hey listeners, if you can, uh, if you ever been to a brewery higher than 8,000 feet, which man with brewing company is, yes. let us know. Not too many places. I want to, I want to go oh, to man. Mammoth. I, I really want yeah. to go. We've had so much, so much good stuff. The brown ale is so good. These are great. Yeah. Let's, let's make, let's make that happen. It's not a bad one. I mean, when, as far as road trips go for us, that's, that's not a, <laughs> that's a very reasonable, that's a reasonable, one. that's a doable road trip. Sometimes. Listeners, hey, if you want to join us for a road trip, we'll all be in Austin yeah. The first week of April. Yeah. I a bunch of recon, recon this week. I got some great new spots for us to hit. Hit a bunch of breweries. Again, new breweries and old breweries. And uh, yeah, looking forward to taking so you guys there. Tell your loved ones the itinerary is set. First week of April, we'll be in Austin. Yeah. We'll be at Jester King for a couple nights. We'll yeah. be all over Austin. Come on out. Join us. Find yeah. us. Culminating with the uh, solar eclipse, total solar eclipse on April 8th. And then we're heading home. And then we come back to reality. (laughs) So with this mammoth Pilsner in hand, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. I got a couple beer toasts. Let's hear them. Well, first of all, San Diego Beer News, which I know is a, a daily part of your routine. I was going to say, that I, yeah, I saw you throw that on there. I'm like, man, I go on that website at least almost once a day. So you've already seen them. What a great job they, uh, Brandon did with updating yeah. it. it. It's interactive and now. It, and it's got a lot of really cool information. He's even got his brewery trips that he's gone on in different places to check stuff out. He did one on Sedona recently. And um, I love the What's Tapping. That's a great one. Always you look on there and see what are the new beers coming out in San Diego. And honestly, it's the go-to spot for news. I mean, you want to find out what breweries are opening, what breweries are closing. Uh, actually, I was just on it, like I said, I don't know if it was yesterday, and saw that there, we, we're going to get a couple more breweries here up in the North County. It sounds like it's going to take a, a, about a, a year for them to get things sorted out. But, uh, you know, that they're, they're still coming in. Still coming in more and more. San Diego Beer dot news, uh, gr- but great website and great update because yeah. I was I was I was playing around. I going this is this yeah. is cool. It's a good website to just if you, if you're just looking around for information. <laughs> and I want to toast Carroll County, Maryland, uh, because I saw they're opening up a beer spa. Should be open right now. Yeah. Uh, I think it was opening up today. Uh, individuals or couples come in and you take a soak in craft beer. Wow! Is that something you do, Doc? Would you take I a craft beer soak for sure? Road trip. My question <laughs> is: My question is, do they change the beer between, or can you patrons? select what type of beer you want? Like, what is a yeah, stout? Is it, yeah, they change the beer. It, it yeah. resi- oh, then I'm all done. Yeah. the hygiene yeah. at this place is top notch. Yeah, it's got to be. It's I saw the be. picture. Yeah, and plus the beer is going to kill anything that's in there, right? The alcohol content, <laughs> higher alcohol content is going to kill I, more of the stuff. I have in there. not found that to be the case with the keg rater and the keg lines that that, sure. that uh, beer <laughs> keeps the bacteria no, away. No, beer actually really likes bacteria. Yeah, so they clean it yeah, out. They I give it a full scrub down between people, and you can do a I, double soak or a single soak. I, I'm, I'm in. What, I'm what in. would you bathe in? You know, is it going to be warm or cold? That is that, well, that's dealer's choice. Yeah. <laughs> you really like cold beer, so <laughs> I think for you. <laughs> but, you know, I it's think called I shrinkage. I'm not worried about that. I'm shrinking beer. <laughs> How about a cold Kolsch? Yeah. Nice. Talent, would you do a, a, a beer soak? Yeah. 
I'd probably go stout. <laughs> it just yeah. sounds manly. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm sitting in a stout right now. I'm a little less manly <laughs> yeah. than you, so I'll go porter. Oh, there you go. Fair good. Yeah. <laughs> like, an oat, like an oatmeal stout. Yeah. Scrub yeah. skin, you know. Oh, yeah. Vanilla yeah. porter. Oh, get a yeah. vanilla porter because you, oh. you know it's good. Yeah, yeah. So there you have it. Maybe, we got some, maybe we're on to something here. What about you? You got a toast? Uh, yeah, I've got, speaking of beer toast too, this kind of came out, I don't know, about a week or so ago. Uh, but there's a, a beer and brewing is, I believe, the site. Um, they actually also have a printed version of it as well. But they had their 2023 Reader's Choice Award. So uh, it was kind of cool just to see, you know, they went and pulled all their readers and what came out. Um, so the first were like their top 25 beers. And um, I think it's amazing because I think it's, it's been one most of the years. But Sierra Nevada Pale Ale has been at the top. Wow. Um, so that's there. Obviously, other ones that we know and we've had Pliny the Elder and so on. Um, I'm trying to see locally, probably Firestone Walker uh is on there. And then the other one that was new this year that made the list was uh the Nuclearis Spotted Cow, which I think we had some of that uh, a while ago. Guinness stays in at 10, uh dropped a little bit to seven, but that's it. But there are really no local breweries, so I don't know where their primary audience is because obviously mm -hmm. if it was here, I think you'd probably see um, some local ones, but when you get to the breweries, which are, these were the different breweries, uh, so small breweries, um, North park, uh, you know, here in San Diego is number three. Um, oh, number three. Yeah, that was wow. pretty cool. Um, and then pure project number 17, who we just had in, which is pretty sweet. I mean, to be on uh, for, this is the entire country and, uh, you know, again, small breweries, uh, the number one actually, which is an awesome brew. If you're up in orange and Costa Mesa, um, Green Chic is a great brewery. That was the number You've one. For, about yeah, that one number before. one for small breweries. So that's, that's kind of cool. Um, and then another one we've been to, which, uh, well, Jester King, which we're going to, was 15. And then Von Ebert, which in Portland, Oregon, we went to. Von was, Ebert. Was we were there. 20. They were so Just new. Open. They yeah. hadn't changed the signage outside because we thought we were going to a place called like Fat City yeah. or Fat Beer City or something in Portland. And we walked in and, and the inside signage was changed, but not the outside. And our GPS was saying, you've arrived. And like, well, it's a brewery. It'll yeah. do. So then they moved down to their small regional, which is basically 5,000 to 25,000 barrels. Uh, the number one there is called Hop Butcher for the World from Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, but ones that we know, uh, Pine House in Austin, which we're going to go there for sure. And we actually, they came out to Bergen's anniversary party. We had some of there, but um, it's a great brewery. Uh, Bottle Logic uh, is on that list. Uh, came in at number eight. Live Oak, which I just went to this last weekend in Austin, has made it as well, which is kind of a cool brewery. Have an awesome uh, disc golf course, like the, the full disc Ooh, golf course. Nice. And, have, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's right by the airport there. Um, Beachwood, uh, Humble Sea, um, and then Bergen made it number fifteen, which is uh, that's pretty awesome for that's them. That's really cool. Um, and then uh, and then Figaro Mountain, which is another one was low down on the list. Uh, mid mid sized regional, which is twenty five thousand to a hundred thousand barrels. Russian River was number one. Uh, other ones that we have been to or whatever, Freem from up in Hood River, and then Pizza Port from Carlsbad, California, number 12. Uh, Alesmith was 15. Um, so uh, San Diego represented on that list as well. And then the large breweries, which is 100,000 plus barrels, Sierra Nevada was the number one on there. Uh, but Firestone Walker, again, San Diego, or not San Diego, but uh, California brew uh, brewery. And then also like Deschutes. Uh, which we, Lagunitas, um, and, and some of those other ones that we've hit. Uh, oh, Stone was on there as well as uh, number seven. You mean Sapporo? I should be called that Stone in parentheses, but it's on there. It made the list. So I thought that's kind of <laughs> cool. That's kind of a neat thing to see a lot of local representation on a, on a national list. So of readers. So I don't, you know, I don't know what their, what their draw is from, but that's kind of cool. I don't know what they're reading. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Why are you reading? You just vote, you just vote for your beers. <laughs> well, that's great. And, and good breweries and also kind of a, a place to, pick some new ones to, yeah. that we want to go to. 
Because obviously, if people are voting for them, they're good breweries. So those are breweries you want to go. Like if you're going to a location or you're traveling, you go, you know, pick pick what people are saying they like to go to. So, is there another way to travel other than picking the breweries and deciding if it's a good town? I imagine <laughs> other people travel they for might. other reasons. <laughs> there might be reasons, but that's the way I travel. Yeah, <laughs> and I only travel with you yeah. guys, so that's the only thing I know. Yeah. How about Rose? Uh, I do have one. I'm actually glad Doc is here because he can maybe weigh in on the science of this guy. But um, I just saw this and, you know, you're looking for things to roast. It's the holiday season. It's hard to find things. But this guy, I think we talked about him a, a while ago. But this is this, this guy who's this uh, millionaire tech entrepreneur. His name's Brian Johnson. And he's been just trying to fight aging. He's been doing like spending millions oh, of dollars yes. on I how re- to fight yes, aging, right? Well, the latest thing it came out with is that he's... His goal, like his overall goal, he has a team of thirty doctors to try and reverse his. His goal is to make himself look eighteen again. So, like if you look at the guy, he looks that way. But the funny part is, is now what he's saying is that he's reversed aged his penis by fifteen years. Mm. So, and he's how old? Uh, he is forty six years old. Yeah, that's right now. a good question. So, though. That's yeah, he's forty six. So be. his penis yeah. is now the penis of a thirty one year old. Okay. Um, and and you might ask, you know, how does he do it? Uh, he basically keeps track of his penis health by wearing a device that measures how many erections he gets when he sleeps. Because apparently that's a sign of a young penis. Um, and uh, he says, basically, you know, you, here's the quote. You can go to the gym and build big biceps or whatever, but people are not familiar that nighttime erections are actually a meaningful health indicator. Oh, so uh, he uses that. And um, basically, the other thing, though. This is the one I thought was where the roast comes in. Because that first part, whatever, you're into whatever you're into. But this one, he says, he also uses shockwave therapy to improve his nighttime erections. So so here's the quote on that one. There's this technology. You have a wand and you sit in a chair and the technician uses the wand that basically shocks your penis um, and creating micro injuries, so then it rebuilds. So yeah, you're, you're sleeping, and a guy with a electrode <laughs> is just like wand is, so is like, sitting over you, <laughs> just hammering. Is yeah. he paying someone to sit yeah, there? Yeah, he's paying lots of like, money. He's paying lots of money. So someone to sit there yes. and zap his exactly. penis. Exactly. Um, so, but but let someone, me just not too much money. <laughs> exactly, way too much money. Brian Johnson. <laughs> Brian Johnson. If you can afford a Johnson zapper, you have too much money. So I'm roasting him. Not only it was funny because the whole information I was like, and P.S. If you really want to hate this guy, he basically just recently dumped his fiance because her breast cancer was a net negative on his future plans. So it seems oh like a high God. quality individual. Uh, a net negative. That was the quote ooh. there as well. So um, just roasting one out for what a jackass. Johnson. <laughs> he thinks he doth protest it's, too much. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> Pours, speaking of the San Diego Beer News website, when I was on there too, I saw that Second Chance Brewing shut down its tap rooms, just going to distribution. Good people, good beer. Sad to hear that. They had every opportunity to be on the show, though, I got to say. They could have had the ILB bump, and they went a different direction. So best of luck with the distribution, but that's sad to hear. Also had a great brown ale. And a great porter. Yeah. So Very true. That was my poor. We got poor. Yeah, I got poor. Actually, I'm going into the music world. This it's been a tough, tough week in the music world. Um, so I don't know how hard you guys, you know, closely you follow it. Uh, first thing happened. Uh, you guys have heard of the, the individual Machine Gun Kelly? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's it's officially listening. changing his name. Uh, his real name and is Johnson. actually Colson Baker. He now wants to be known as Machine. And that's yeah. it. Just machine. Oh, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And he, and he, and he, P. Diddy move. Yeah. Well, he, he explained actually. He, About he, Ma. He did. This is not something he just kind of has done willy nilly. He got, a, he got some feedback. Really? And basically, it sounds like the did feedback. Some research service. Did some sad. But he says that the feedback came is that he was playing a, a gig, as they say in the industry. Um, and there was a sign there, and someone had a sign that said, hey, change your name. 
This is research. Got to be like it, 80 by now. Yeah, yeah. And it basically, um, so then he asked the audience and said, what do you guys think about that? And I guess a massive cheer. They all started chanting, yeah. change your name, change your name, change your name. And so he's like, well, I guess I'm going to change my name. Um, and so he came up with Machine. So oh, I like it. When you when you see him out and about, just make sure you call machine. him by the appropriate name, right. Machine. Right. Just Machine. You know, that has a net positive gain for me. Yeah. Fair. So that's the first news. So pouring one out for the whole name, but Machine is now there. And then this was really sad. Uh, super sad news and really is nothing sacred. Um, pouring one out for Yacht Rock. Um, I don't know Yacht Rock's coming back. No, it's it's history after this. Wait till you hear this story. Do you know that <laughs> Hall and Oates have filed? Oh, Daryl Hall that, yeah, is getting sorry. a restraining order against John Oates. No. Exactly. Everyone thought this was the couple that was going to survive, right? Yeah. Every other one yeah. broke up. Simon and Garfunkel. You think of all those great, you know, they just can't do it. And Basically, what did they have to fight over? Well, here's the thing. Um, apparently, I'll make sure I got the right one. Daryl Hall, he was on a, 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 a podcast last year and basically said, hey, you think John Hotz is my partner. He's my business partner. He's not my creative partner. Oh. And he basically said, hey, I've been doing all the stuff. He just is. He's just there. He's, the, leech. he's just leech. It's but it's parasite. all my talent and everything else. Um, Wait, which one said this? Uh, Daryl Hall. So and I'm going to tell you. Which one has the mustache? That is, I think, Oates. Oh, okay. I think Oates is with the mustache. Okay. Daryl Hall, here's my funny, the funniest story ever. We went to... We saw them. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. That's my story. But the funniest part about we were at Caboo and when they used to have it at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. They had a fan blog. Yes, so they exactly. I'm watching them set up the thing and they're running this massive, it was probably like a two or three foot tube, like ran all the way from the back of the stage, all the way right up to the front where the lead singer was going to be. And it's upward. I'm like, well, I've never seen this at a concert ever. What is this? And basically that's exactly what it was. It, was, it, was it pushed hair air throughout it. So his hair would blow yeah. as he was singing. And I'm like, oh, that's a jackass. <laughs> so he needs to talk to what's his name? Uh, Brian Johnson yeah. about. Uh, no, 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 that's going to be like Hall and yeah, Bar it's just, Barley. It's just Hall, Hall and Hall. And Hall. So anyways, yeah. it was a tough, that's a tough week. You figure we lost Machine Gun Kelly and we possibly we lost. Lose. He's well, just rebranded. He's just Machine now. He's rebranded. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Prince became the symbol thing. That's fair. That is he's fair. It's just a rebranding on re that one. Okay. Okay. And now he's a one name, like Jesus Machine, Madonna Machine. I, I like Bono. it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. Okay. It it lacks the 1920s gangster vibe, but it gains in in just efficiency. Yeah, he got rid of the that's gun true. part. Yeah. That's yeah. that's why he yeah. did. That's why people were asking him to change his name. It's because he was glorifying. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The the yeah. That makes sense. But I just like the fact that how did he come up with his his uh he says he didn't just do this willy nilly. I got feedback from fans. Someone so, held up a sign at a, at a at a concert. So Oates took offense that he wasn't the com he, that he's yeah. not part of the creative team. Yeah. And he's suing for. Yeah. I, I, well, they just got, at this point, I don't know what's suing. It's just, there's a restraining order. Oh, oh, so okay. I don't know what oh, happened, but saying. basically uh, there's a restraining order that is actually beginning, um, I believe yesterday or yeah, today, today, it started today. The restraining order started today. So this really is maybe is, the end of the all right. This is to the moment news. Yes. This is breaking news <laughs> for those that uh, don't pay <laughs> attention to the yacht rock. other news. yacht rock bands out there. Yeah. But they're kind out. of at the top really. And like I said, it's more about the pairing. You just think some of these couples are going to make it all the way through. Yeah. Well, that's sad. Oh, that was sad, sad to hear. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, you don't throw people under the bus like yeah. that on a podcast. No, yeah. very true. If, uh, hey, the, you know what? Let's have a bear. A beer? That's yeah. fair. Yeah, we should yeah. we should definitely drink to this. Well, let me wrap this up. Because he's then. a man eater. What's up? This guys? has been toast, roast, and pour one out. Let's have a beer. This is golden trout kolsch. I haven't had a kolsch in a while. I'm really looking forward to this.
Look how clear that is. Golden trout. Caught my first trout up near Mammoth. That's a beautiful beer. Yeah, great, great fishing up there in the Sierras. I mean, it's Ooh, that it's is, a that's delicious. A little less, little less hop flavor profile than the uh, Pilsner, which I might have thought it would have been the opposite. But oh, that's really, really good. That very, that, very clean. Oh, tell your next fish story over a pint of golden trout. So you caught your first first. Uh, wasn't a, it was a rainbow? Act. Uh, rainbow or golden? I don't know. I was little. Caught it, didn't know what the hell to do with it once I caught it. <laughs> hey, someone help me get this thing off this hook. <laughs> what 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 is the last fish you caught? The last fish I caught? Jeez. I know. Well, I, I caught a Mahi Mahi at the fish market. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. made I made some uh macadamia coconut and crested mahi. Oh, it was so good. Poured some like sweet chilies, tie it from Thailand, some sweet chili sauce on top. It was like dessert. Mm. That sounds good. Well, buckle up. It's been a minute, but it's time for an adventure with Doc. Time to get wild with Wild Thing, where we do a little deep dive into an amazing organism. Not to get confused with an amazing orgasm. <laughs> Different podcast. Ready to get That's wild? Fair. All right, ladies and gents, here we go. Can you guess the animal? This animal, talent, influencer, can see objects as far away as a thousand feet, but it's its sense of smell, its primary food detector. Its large teeth are its deadliest weapon. It eats almost any kind of meat, small rodents to deer and large buffalo which means it must live on land. Got that. The largest verified specimen can, has reached lengths over 10 feet, weighed over 350 pounds. Ooh. It's a reptile. Oh, I, I, I was I thinking was, vulture. I was thinking mountain lion or puma. Are you, a reptile. Wait, wait, don't, don't, wait, wait. Do you think Johnson's getting reptile dysfunction? I, 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 think, I think I know, know what it is. is now. I think I know. It's the largest, heaviest living lizard. It is... Da, 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 da. Tell us, what's your guess? I think it's the Komodo dragon. But of course, the Komodo dragon. We, just, we had oh, it on our chat recently, so I thought we had to talk about giant that. Giant fan of, of Komodo mm. dragons. A.K.A. Komodo monitor. Scientific name, Varanus komodensis. It's a, for those of you listening, just picture your head, this big, stocky, lumbering lizard. Not your sleek little lizard running around. It is a giant beast walking slowly, head swaying side to oh, side. Oh, it's got swagger. Yeah, it does. They've got, even uh, in the zoo, in the air con- no enclosure, they got swagger. No, yeah. no one messes. It's not a favorite thing. It's long yellow forked tongue constantly flicking out. It's found on like four islands only in Indonesia, one of the islands being Komodo Island. It's now a national park, which I was lucky enough to do some scuba diving in this summer. It's not known for being fast. Uh, but they do have the ability for short bursts of speed. Their hunting strategy. They're like Gimli. Yeah, yeah. Very dangerous of our short distances. Yeah. yeah. The hunting strategy is based on like stealth and power. They lie. They sit there all day laying next to a little game trail waiting for like a deer or something to walk by. And then, bam, uh, it jumps out. <laughs> it is one of the lizards, uh, few lizards in the world that has a venomous bite. And what that venom does, it prevents blood from clotting, which basically causes oh, massive blood out. loss. 
Yeah, that induces shock. Um, so my daughter and I visited an island called uh, Rinka Island that had Komodos. They said one in 10 rangers that works there gets bitten. Whoa, yeah. whoa. There's all They're these signs. Close. There's all these signs. It's danger. Gosh, we had to sign a waiver, which in Indonesia means nothing. So you can't sue anybody there, really, you know. <laughs> Uh, but our ranger guy had this big, long eight foot stick, you know, and I asked him, you know, you ever use that stick? Oh yeah. Yeah. I use that stick. Uh, it has a big forked V at the end of it. Um, and after a while, so all this caution and everything, we're walking among, we can see the Komodos out in the distance. He goes, Hey, it is a little broken pigeon English. Hey, hand me your camera. You want to go stand over by that <laughs> giant Komodo? <laughs> take a selfie. Yeah. So I, no worries. You know, he just walked over next to it, took a picture. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. You signed the contract, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're they're well the you know? They must throw them goats every once in a while. So, anyways, so, uh, um, so usually uh, they can't, if they, if they like do, you know, a deer walks by, they can, really can't take it down. So they bite it and they wait like a few days. For the thing to die, and it takes that long. Exactly. Uh, they used to think that it was like bacteria in their mouth that caused it, but no. Now, now researchers have found they actually do produce like a protein, just like a poisonous snake, a venomous snake. But so does it come through the fangs, or is it yeah, in the saliva? And, yeah, it's in there. It's in the back. They have glands in the back of their their mouth that produce. But then they can smell like rotting flesh, like two and a half, three miles away. So whatever the the deer walks off, they smell it, and they and then you know they share it with their. I don't know if you call it share, share but yeah, you know, many dragons yeah. will also oh, smell it. Yeah. yeah. So then their lower jaw opens really, really wide. Their stomach expands. They can consume up to eighty percent of its own body of their own body weight in a single meal, which would be like I would be able to eat one hundred forty-five pounds in one meal. Yeah. That's crazy. I'd be like, I figured that five hundred eighty quarter-pound hamburgers. What's that in pints? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but check this out. So they're not real fast to begin with, but so if they, they've, they've just eaten a meal and then all of a sudden they feel threatened, they can throw up the entire contents of their stomach you know, lighten themselves up. Think of they just ate 80% of their body weight. They're really heavy and they get freaked out and they can just barf it all up so they can, you know, run away. What would threaten them? I know there isn't much. Uh, another Komodo could oh. be because they are, oh. I'm going to get to that, but they oh. are, yeah, they eat their own. Wow. They're cannibalistic. So uh, anyways, their bite might be deadly, but not to other Komodos. Uh, if they're wounded while like, like sparring, so the males that will spar with each other, uh, they're, they're unaffected. So scientists are like searching, hmm, what are the antibodies? How come they are not affected by that? Um, anyways, so they will eat their own young. But you know what the young do so that they don't get eaten by the adults? They roll in Komodo shit so they, you know, un, unappealing, unappetizing. Yeah. Do what you got to do. I don't know. Yeah. Who, yeah. who wants to eat Komodo shit? Yeah. No, not even a Komodo dragon yeah. will we'll yeah. cross that line. Yeah. So, you know, there you the go. Komodo so world. They roll around their own shit so that they don't get eaten by the, the older ones. Um, hey, do you know how you tell a male from a female Komodo dragon? I'm not lifting the tail. Yeah. I'm not getting that close. <laughs> Unless you sign the liability waiver. Yeah. Well, actually, you liability waiver, well yeah. actually, you can't really until you like do some probing. So you can't just look at them. Yeah, you can't just lift not, the tail. You got to probe. Yeah, not like females have longer eyelashes or anything like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> the males smell more like shit than the females. But anyways, so the males will, uh, you know, they'll spar, they'll fight over their females. Oh, that's they'll, how you tell the difference. The yeah. ones fighting are the men. And in fact, that's what they think like uh, King Kong was, was, was basically... Uh, uh, you know, 
versioned after they they uh, kind of on their on their they stand up on their hind legs and they they yeah. smash each other. But anyways, the loser ends up you know being pinned to the ground maybe. But um, anyways, the winner of the fight then kind of flicks his tongue at the female to gain some information like, hey, hey, are you are you, you know? But the females are antagonistic. Oh. They will resist with their claws and their teeth during Sounds courtship. Like big, just like a dating game, like a single yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, then the, the so then, the therefore meat market. the male actually must you know kind of restrain her so he doesn't well, get yeah, I see why. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, right. Smell of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go take a bath yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways. Finally, when it's time for the for the deed, you know, like a lot of snakes, I think we've talked about it before, they have like two inverted penises that then will, what's the opposite of invert? Uh, extrovert. E- extrovert. Vert, then <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll do a Johnson. They'll yeah, do a, yeah. they'll do a Johnson. You there you go. Thing, the Johnson zapper. Yeah, you zapper <laughs> yeah. just... There you go. Anyways. A two-pronger? So it looks two. like the, the they guys. Only, they the guys, only, need, they uh, only need one. They only need one to actually insert into her, her cloaca, which is you know also similar in birds, just a urogenital opening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. urogenital. Okay, yeah, I'm taking notes. Okay. <laughs> so that. So tell is, us about the ones you saw. Yeah. Were they up to anything? They were sunbathing. Yeah, they were just kind of cruising around, flicking their tongue. You know, and again, uh, they said they didn't feed them, but. I don't know why they're all just hanging around this kind of one general area yeah. where the public is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, the guys also were kind of working for a tip. So if you don't, of course, they want you to see a bunch of Komodos, yeah, right. take some selfies. So I, you know, they're feeding them. They're feeding them. Yeah. them. Well, so they're just hanging out in this area. It sounds like one out of every 10 Rangers is what they're yeah. feeding them. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think they have a game there? All right, Did we're going to go all 10 of you guys. Go ahead. <laughs> Who makes it out? Do you have like a primal response to like the hair on the back of your neck stand no, up? Yeah, or? Just, they're just laying there. They didn't look like they're going anywhere fast, but yeah. But they're pretty, I mean, they're, they're big. Sizable. <laughs> they're, the one yeah, I took a picture nasty. with was big. But uh, yeah, so anyways, if you ever happen to be uh, in that part of Indonesia, stop by and see the Komodo dragon. So I was diving there. I figured, Got to go see the dragons. I mean, do they yeah, swim? They actually are good swimmers. Yeah, they can swim from island to island. Pretty amazing. That would not be something I'd want to find in the water. Yeah, that wouldn't be. I wouldn't want to be scuba yeah, diving and then the top and of the list of things I don't want to find they in the actually, water. Are actually originated in um, in Australia. Interesting. Oh, that's a lo- yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a haul. That's, that's a swan. Yeah. So that is the Komodo dragon. Wow. Anything else you guys want to know about the Komodo dragon? Because uh, I am a dragon. Expert, I am a. I have always been a fan of the Komodo dragon. Yeah. Every time I see him at the at the San Diego Zoo, you mm-hmm. go, "What the hell is that big ass thing?" No, I think for I had several birthdays where that was the insistence as a child of uh, we're going to go see the Komodo dragon. That yeah. uh, what do you want? See Komodo dragon. We did that last year. Still want to see the Komodo dragon. Yeah. <laughs> but again, only found on a few islands in Indonesia. So if you want to see him, other than the zoo, that's where you need to go. Scientists don't know too much about him actually. Um, they, they hunt them? Yeah, so they've been poached. They yeah. poached for their eggs. Is that what it's for? The uh, they've been okay. poached for their meat, uh, but they're pretty well protected now. Uh, they live to, old, to be about 30 years old, so it's pretty old. Although my, I had a green iguana that lived that long, so there you go. I was going to ask, closest relative, what's the closest thing we see without the poisonous bite? So we see other monitors, several other monitor lizards. It's a, it's a big monitor like lizard. Alligator lizard in my backyard. I see him out there every <laughs> once in a while. That's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, yeah. same thing. Yeah, just a relative. So this has been another edition 
of Wild Thing. You bring us anything else? You brought us beer? You brought us a wild thing? I bought us a little trivia game. Welcome to Beer or Not a Beer, the hoppiest game show in podcast land. I'm going to name four beers. You got that? Four beers. One is not a beer. Three are real beers. Can you find the real beer? First of all, shout out to our local brewery, Mike Hess Brewing. They have Komodo Kolsch. Little oh, wow. Cheers, oh. since we're drinking a Kolsch right now. That is not one of the beers we are naming. But here we go. Beer number one. <laughs> I figured you guys would have already had uh, that one. You don't I think, think that I one. have. And I, was, I was leaning on that because I don't think I've won in 2024. Well, we haven't had too many. And we're running out of time. Or 2023. Yeah. And I think we're running out of time. time. All, right. <clears throat> All right. Beer number one is Dragontastic. Dragontastic. It's an IPA. Beer number two, Komodo Cappuccino, a stout to go in your spa, Komodo Cappuccino. Beer number three is Komodo Dragonfly. They cannot fly this dragon, by the way. That is an IPA. Beer number four, Taekwondo Komodo, <laughs> a hazy IPA. Three of those are real beers. One is not a beer. One more time. Beer number one, Dragontastic. Beer two, Komodo Cappuccino. Beer number three, Komodo Dragonfly. And beer number four, Taekwondo Komodo. Mateo in the booth, hold up, hold up your hands. Beer number two, Komodo Cappuccino. Talent says? I'm going to go Taekwondo Komodo. Taekwondo Komodo. Influencer says? Yeah, to be fair, I don't like any of these names. I think these are all fake. But <laughs> since you have to pick one, and I think... Three are real. I'm going to go Komodo Dragonfly. Komodo Dragonfly. Well, sorry, Mateo. Komodo Cappuccino is a stout. Beer number three, Komodo Dragonfly, really is an IPA. Down to Dragontastic and Taekwondo Komodo. Taekwondo Komodo oh really is a hazy. The oh, beer I made up. Dragontastic. While sitting on the, Which is probably the Komodo best. Komode. Yeah. It's probably oh, the best name Komodo here. Komode. Yeah, that would have been the best Komodo, one. Yeah. I just thought of that. Just yeah. got, I thought of that while sitting on my Komodo Komode. Dragontastic <laughs> is not That was the only one I thought, well, that's a beer. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm like, that's the best name. That's got to be a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Doc. Got me again. Yep. I think I'm Please blank for the entire year. We're consistent. <laughs> All right. Another game of beer or not a beer. See you next time. Yeah, let's rate a couple beers. I think we all are in agreement. We had two very good beers by Mammoth Brewing Company. Good job, Mammoth. Yeah, we have the Mammoth Pilsner. And, I mean, we no surprises here. We like this beer. Where'd you land on it? I, I'm going to give it a, you know, I haven't had many Pilsners lately, so I'm going to go uh, four. That's what I did. Solid four. Yep. Four for me. And Golden Trout Kolsch. You know, it was it was pretty sweet. I'm going to go 4.2. I went Sweet isn't good. Yeah, I went 4.1. So right there, I bumped, gave it a little yeah. bit of a bump. So. Me too. Yeah. I'm right there with you with good oh, beers. Good Consensus. Job, ah, this is, and they're like summertime beers, but they taste really good today yeah. uh, here at the beginning of December. I'm ready for summer already. It kind of feels like summer outside. <laughs> uh, 
Right. We had a cold day and then that was it. True. You know, we had, we, we we had used, winter yesterday. Yeah. We used to make the joke at the beginning of the podcast that it 72 degrees every day. This morning on the news, the weather temperature all over the county was just 72, and then it showed the week, and it was 72 degrees. That's a, that was it. San Diego Brewing Company. They have this uh, uh, 72 and hoppy. That's yeah. the, they have that yeah. beer, and that's it's very true. Doc, thank you. For the, of course. For the beer of the story and beer not a beer. Listeners, thank you for spending the time with us. Remember just a moment to rate us, review us, wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram, and once in a while, I'll throw something up on Twitter. Visit our, or X. X. Yeah. X. X. Yeah. Ooh, that was the Colch. That was. Visit our website, I like com. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N, beer run. B double E double R U N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N, beer run.